When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. What's happening to our NHS? Well, I've been an A&E doctor for 17 years and I have never seen it so bad for staff and for patients. Having to perform intimate examinations, for example, on people who are coming in worried they might have bowel cancer in cupboards. Patients are sleeping on floors while nurses are trying to hold up sheets so that they can be examined. Shadow Health Minister and Practising Doctor Rosanna Allen-Khan speaking on BBC Breakfast there about the current pressures faced by the NHS. It comes as it's revealed ambulance crews in London lost the equivalent of three and a half months because of handover delays, with 7,000 Londoners waiting more than 12 hours to be admitted to A&E, a rise of 46%. This follows a big reaction to guidance announced, which amongst other things suggests the idea of reintroducing face masks to take the pressure off health services. Daniel Keane is the Evening Standards health reporter. Well, it's in a very grave crisis by pretty much every metric. In terms of the figures, we're seeing record weights for ambulances, we're seeing record weights for treatment in A&E, and we've got a record backlog in care, about a million Londoners now waiting for routine operations. So yeah, by pretty much every available metric, we're looking at the worst crisis we've ever seen. Talking to people on the front line uh, and medical experts, and they will tell you the same thing. We're now in a situation where these figures are translating, sadly, into into deaths and into patients deteriorating while waiting for emergency care. So I think what's different now is we have pressure across the system. So there isn't any sector of the NHS, whether it's primary care, secondary care, that isn't really, really struggling. And I think the pinch points particularly are in A&E and ambulances, and I think but on those two metrics, we've never really seen anything like this before. We've never seen you know, thousands of people in London waiting more than 12 hours to be treated in A&E, people waiting up to two hours for an ambulance to arrive. As bad as the NHS crisis has been in previous years, I think most people working in it will tell you there's never quite been anything like this. And of course, on top of that, we've got unprecedented industrial action by nurses and ambulance workers, and that's not happened in the past. So I think there are a lot of signs that this is considerably worse than it has been. In terms of the public, I think, uh, of course, pe- people should be concerned, but the NHS are sort of at pains to stress that it doesn't, doesn't mean people shouldn't engage with emergency services. 
if you're ill, obviously continue to to attend A and E if you th- if you think you're seriously ill. But on a sort of deeper level, these issues will need to be addressed urgently by politicians because the public will start to see the effects of this uh, when they go to hospital or when they need care from the NHS. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has been speaking about the struggles faced by the NHS. What's he been saying? Absolutely. So so the Prime Minister acknowledged uh, in his speech today that there's a problem in A&E. I know there are challenges in A&E. People are understandably anxious when they see ambulances queuing outside hospitals. You should know we're taking urgent action, increasing bed capacity by 7,000 more hospital beds and more people cared at home. It's a very slight change of messaging from a couple of days ago, or even, even a day ago, when his spokesperson said that there was no crisis in the NHS. I think they're probably hesitant to use the word crisis, as obviously it would have an effect on, on the public. But also there's a careful sort of management that they have to do of the narrative here, because if they start to use the word crisis and they start to kind of talk up how, how bad things are, then there's a risk that the public could pin the blame on them for this crisis. Obviously, they have been in charge of the NHS for 12 years. So that makes that criticism slightly sharper. It's not just an organisation they've taken over in the past two years. So some of the structural failures, that narrative cuts through to the public, could really harm them politically. So that's why you've seen Sunak and you've seen Health Secretary Steve Barclay also say that these pressures are down to the pandemic and flu, because they don't quite want to admit publicly that there are deeper structural issues they have to fix. And face masks are making headlines again. Just explain why and who is suggesting that they make a comeback. Yes. So Professor Susan Hopkins, who's the chief medical advisor at the UK Health Security Agency, has urged anybody who's feeling unwell not to visit vulnerable people and to actually to stay at home and, and to wear face coverings when outside, which is a real sort of throwback for many people to the days of the COVID pandemic. And I think that the reason they're issuing this advice is that we have a huge sort of convergence of different seasonal viral illnesses happening at the same time. We've got a really bad flu season. So uh, the latest figures show that 310 flu patients were in hospital in London on Christmas Eve, considering that it was just 28 on November 20th. That's a very big rise. And COVID cases are starting to rise as well. So I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier, given that hospitals and A&Es are under such severe pressure. This is just a very small measure that the public can take to try to reduce the spread of these illnesses and try to reduce the pressure on the NHS. Whether that kind of public messaging will cut through to people who understandably might be slightly wary of adopting these measures again after sort of two years of the pandemic is a different question so we'll see whether that messaging cuts through and finally what next how long has the government got to address these issues in the nhs i think there's a lot of variables in terms of whether the situation will get worse um two of those are obviously flu and covid we don't know how much worse they're going to get we're not precisely sure where where we're at in terms of the spread of both so the government will be monitoring that carefully um in terms of what they're doing steve barclay has pointed to the 200 million pounds of funding that has been given to increase capacity in the social care system and that ideally will help patients who 
are medically fit to be discharged from hospital to get out of hospital and into social care. However, we don't know, firstly, whether that money will have an effect in time and whether it will be sufficient to allow kind of trust leaders to really ease pressure on the front line. I think in terms of a forecast, the best that I've had is from Siva Ananda Siva, who's the chief analyst at the King's Fund. And he told me yesterday that the best case scenario is to actually hold steady at the current level. Uh, But the real risk in the long term, or even in the medium term, in the next 18 months, is that very poor performance in the NHS becomes a kind of new normal. And the government really will find that quite tricky to defend at an election when Labour is pointing out you know, the worst NHS statistics on record. So I think given that the NHS needs huge structural change, it needs funding, it needs a workforce strategy, it needs a social care reform, the Conservatives might shy away from doing that in the next 18 months. They simply don't have the time. And I don't know personally if they have the will to embark on radical NHS reform, but it's certainly an area that Labour will be looking to target at the next election. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear from Professor Azim Majid from Imperial College London about what can be done to save the NHS. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Professor Azim Majid is head of the Department of Primary Care and Public Health at Imperial College London. He's also a GP and consultant in public health and works in the NHS. The current situation is probably the worst I've seen in many, many years, certainly probably my, my professional lifetime, which goes back you now around 30 years or so. I think the current period we're seeing you know, over the last few weeks and, and into January is the toughest I've seen, I think, particularly for acute care, uh, people with medical emergencies. Uh, so facing a number of challenges. So, so one is we're seeing a very large increase of people with acute infections, things like flu, uh, COVID, uh, RSV and so on, which is putting a lot of strain on the NHS. We've all seen an increase in streptococcal A infections as well in, in recent weeks, again, which has put strain across the NHS. So we're seeing acute problems, which are then compounded by long-term problems like a lack of acute beds and a lack of uh, social care provision and long waiting times for people to be seen by specialists. What would you like to see the government do to help improve the current situation? So I think we need a mixture of very short-term solutions plus longer-term solutions. So in the very short term, there are some things that could be done to help the NHS. For example, trying to reduce the admin burden on the NHS, 
uh, reduce, for example, secrecy inspections, uh, perhaps you know, suspend those for now, reduce the time spent on things like appraisal appraisal of staff. I think in the medium term, we need to look at um, trying to free up more acute beds in hospitals by perhaps creating some inter- intermediate care beds, so where beds where people can go to be while they're waiting for a permanent place to be uh, discharged to, to free up uh, hospital beds for people who are acutely unwell. I think that would probably uh, help as well. And uh, we need to improve social care as well. That's going to take much, much longer to, to address and deal with. And we need to also address workforce shortages. We need to look at things like how we recruit staff, how we retain staff in the NHS, GPs and other staff, for example. It seems like the NHS being in crisis has been discussed for a long time. How concerned should we be for its future now? I think people should be concerned. You know, the NHS does face long-term challenges. Uh, as you said, you know, it's been in crisis for a long time, but we are now seeing very acute pressure on the NHS you know, from, from infections and other problems. And we are seeing people... You know, problems like stroke, for example, heart attacks, not being dealt with promptly by the NHS, and that leading to people dying, uh, perhaps when they shouldn't be dying. Yes, yeah, so I think people should be concerned because um, I think when people can't be assessed quickly for, for major medical problems, that's a sign that things are very, very bad and, and we do need urgent action to address those those problems. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.